0: excerpt from Captain Thomas White from the History of the Pirates by Henry Benton and Thomas Carey published in 1829. Coffee Break Collection 18 Pirates This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. captain thomas white he was born at plymouth where his mother kept a public house she took great care of his education and when he was grown up as he had an inclination to the sea procured him the king's letter after he had served some years on board a man-of-war he went to barbadoes where he married got into the merchant service and designed to settle in the island he had the command of the marigold brigantine given him in which he made two successful voyages to guinea and back to barbados in his third he had the misfortune to be taken by a french pirate as were several other english ships the masters and inferior officers of which they detained being in want of good artists the brigantine belonging to white they kept for their own use and sunk the vessel they before sailed in. In meeting with a ship on the Guinea coast more fit for their purpose, they went on board her and burnt the brigantine. It is not my business here to give an account of this French pirate any further than Captain White's story obliges me, though I beg leave to take notice of their barbarity to the English prisoners, for they would set them up as a butt or mark to shoot at. Several of whom were thus murdered in cold blood by way of diversion. White was marked out for a sacrifice by one of these villains, for I know not what reason, had sworn his death, which he escaped thus. One of the crew, who had a friendship for White, knew this fellow's design to kill him in the night, and therefore advised him to lie between him and the ship's side, with intention to save him, which indeed he did but was himself shot dead by the murderous villain who mistook him for white after some time cruising along the coast the pirates doubled the cape of good hope and shaped their course for madagascar where being drunk and mad they knocked their ship on the head at the south end of the island at a place called by the natives alexa the country thereabouts was governed by a king named Mafili. When the ship struck, Captain White, Captain Bornman, born in the Isle of Wight, formerly a lieutenant of a man of war, but in the merchant's service when he fell into the hands of the pirates. Captain Bowen and some other prisoners got into the longboat and with broken oars and barrel staves, which they found in the bottom of the boat, paddled to Augustin Bay, which is about 14 or 15 leagues from the wreck where they landed and were kindly received by the king of bava the name of that part of the island who spoke good english they stayed here a year and a half at the king's expense who gave them a plentiful allowance of provision as was his custom to all white men who met with any misfortune on his coast his humanity not only provided for all such but for the first european vessel that came in he always obliged to take in the unfortunate people let the vessel be what it would for he had no notion of any difference between pirates and merchants at the expiration of the above term a pirate brigantine came in on board which the king obliged them to enter or travel by land to some other place which they durst not do and of two evils chose the least that of going on board the pirate vessel which was commanded by one william reed who received them very civilly this commander went along the coast and picked up what europeans he could meet with his crew however did not exceed forty men he would have been glad to take on board some of the wrecked frenchmen but for the barbarity they had used towards the english prisoners however it was impracticable for the french pretending to lord it over the natives whom they began to treat inhumanly were set upon by them one half of their number cut off, and the other half made slaves. Reed, with his gang and a brigantine of sixty tons, steered his course for the Gulf of Persia, where they met a grab, a one-masted vessel, of about two hundred tons, which was made prize. They found nothing on board but bale goods, most of which they threw overboard to search for gold, and to make room in the vessel but as they learned afterwards they threw over in their search what they so greedily hunted for for there was a considerable quantity of gold concealed in one of the bales they tossed into the sea in this cruise captain reed fell ill and died and was succeeded by one james the brigantine being small crazy and worm-eaten they shaped their course for the island of maota where they took out the masts of the brigantine fitted up the grab and made a ship of her here they took in a quantity of fresh provision which is in this island very plentiful and very cheap and found a twelve-oared boat which formerly belonged to the ruby east India Man, which had been lost there they stayed here on the monsoon time which is about six months after which they resolved for madagascar As they came in with the land, they spied a ship coming round from the east side of the island. They gave chase on both sides, so that they soon met. They hailed each other and received the same answer from each vessel, namely, from the seas. They joined company. This vessel was a small French ship laden with liquors from Martinico first commanded by one furgate to trade with the pirates for slaves at ambanawalla on the east side of the island in the latitude of seventeen degrees thirty minutes and was by them taken after the following manner the pirates who were headed by george booth now commander of the ship went on board as they had often done to the number of ten and carried money with them under pretense of purchasing what they wanted this booth had formerly been a gunner of a pirate ship called the dolphin captain Forgate was pretty much upon his guard and searched every man as he came over the side and a pair of pocket pistols were found upon a dutchman who was the first entered the captain told him he was a rogue and had a design upon his ship and the pirates pretended to be so angry with this fellow's offering to come on board with arms that they threatened to knock him on the head and tossing him roughly into the boat ordered him ashore though they had before taken an oath on the bible either to carry the ship or to die in the undertaking they were all searched but they however contrived to get on board four pistols which were all the arms they had for the enterprise though forget had twenty hands on board and his small arms on the awning to be in readiness the captain invited them into cabin to dinner but booth chose to dine with the petty officers though one johnson isaac and another went down booth was to give the watchword which was hurrah standing near the awning and being a nimble fellow at one spring threw himself upon it drew the arms to him fired his pistol forward among the men one of whom he wounded who jumping overboard was lost and gave the signal three i said were in the cabin and seven upon the deck who had hand spikes and the arms seized secured the ship's crew the captain and his two mates who were dining at dinner in the cabin hearing the pistol fell upon johnson and stabbed him in several places with their forks but they being silver did him no great damage furigate snatched his piece which he snapped at isaac's breast several times but it would not go off at last finding his resistance vain he submitted and the pirates set him and those of his men who would not join them on shore allowing them to take his books papers and whatever else he claimed as being to himself and besides treating him very humanely gave him several casks of liquor with arms and powder to purchase provisions in that country i hope this digression as it was in a manner needful will be excused. End of Captain Thomas White